not into numbers, Kevin. It doesn't matter what episode number it is. Just Talk directly into episode. it. Deep throat it. <laughs> so we are doing a special um, idea that I came up with. I'm doing a panel here with the women of the brewing industry. We've got a group of them here from all different aspects of it to talk about what it's like being in the craft brewing industry in Arizona as a woman. Because, I mean, I know what it's like to be a guy, but I want to know what it's like for you ladies. <laughs> so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Where are we I'm starting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kristen with the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild. I'm Carmen. I'm with Pressing Crown Distributing. I am Erin. I'm with Huss Brewing Company. And I'm April. I'm here all the time. <laughs> I think people know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you're not here, people ask, though. Except like Wednesdays oh, that's so sweet. or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a real job. Yeah. So I'm not, we need yeah, benefits. I'm not here during the day. We need benefits because brewing is dangerous. I know. I've hurt myself so many times. I mean, I'm brewing today, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> what are you brewing? Um, I'm doing, well, this is going to be out. This will be about the time the beer's ready. So this is my next progression of the criminal series. So I've done criminal mischief, criminal damage. And this is another version of that. Again, I keep tweaking it, making different beers. So I like the beer the way it is, but I change the hops. And I come up with something different. And I'm like, so I've got an idea what I want to do. I was able to score some new hops. And I had a recipe idea. And then I decided to change it last night, as I always do. I'll probably change it by the time I start dumping them in. Should we get you a bubble suit? Don't you just kind of feel like like a hazmat suit? I feel like you just have one. Well, not if it's like a themed beer. um, There's lots of breweries that do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like a series. It's like a series beer. Yeah, but we don't have a flagship beer. I feel like we need to have like some kind of a flagship beer. Criminal beers have become our flagship beer. People like them a lot. But how can they be a flagship beer if you've only made them once? I made them twice, and I'm going to make them again. This is the third time. No, it, you made it once with one kind of hops, once with another kind. It, they've tasted different every time. Exactly. I think Raz Cumberry should be your flagship beer. I love beer. that beer. That's yeah, good. I'm have to figure that should be the flagship. Yep. Raz yep. Cumberry. Yep. Yep. That beer is good. Better than the, just the regular Cumberry. Well, yeah, the yep. peach one, those peach saisons were so popular. This could be, well, that's you coming, know. That's coming in three weeks. Oh, yeah, that was like a big beer, too, right? Yeah, that's Super coming boozy up. It was supposed and to be good. this week, yeah. Nice. 10 plus percent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hell yeah. Saison. Yep. It was so good. Hot fuzz. We have two babies mm-hmm. from that. Not us personally, but we have well, two no, customers. Three. Is it three? Yeah. Three, yeah, ba- like babies that were one born of it wasn't because even of hot ours. Fuzz. A friend of ours that comes in all the time, she went to a bridal shower and some or a baby shower. No, she went to the baby shower for that baby. She comes in here. She yeah. came here with the band. Oh. She's with the band. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I was oh yeah, one. I met one of um. The super pregnant lady once. Oh, well, there you go. That's oh, why. yeah. And that's you guys why. told me this story. I forgot Jessie. about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's a baby making beer. And that's mm-hmm. what I, each one of these has, oh. a, has a hashtag, what I call it. So yeah, that one I call the baby maker, but I don't like to put that one up there because I don't think people will drink it. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm out. I don't want that. Nope. No, no. Yeah, and then Please I have no. this, this one up here right now. I call it, the, it's the baby. It's the little sister of the hot fuzz. And then I was making this one, and I was thinking, what's this one going to be? This is going to be the something version of it. So I'll figure it out. I don't know. I need to come more beers, and I'll figure it Okay, I'll well, let's stop out. talking yeah. about you and talk about these lovely girls. I don't know. Brandon's pretty you interesting. Guys, you guys have more things to say than I do. So yeah, absolutely. Every, every one Everybody of you has a different silent. way you got into the industry, and each one of you went a different way and are now doing something where you re- you deal with, the craft beer industry in different formats, but 
on average, you deal with a lot of guys. And yes. so we, this is going to get a, sometimes maybe a little dark for me personally because, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to say it that way, but just as a, as a guy behind the bar talking to guys, you know, it's, sometimes it's, it's, it gets to the degree of, of locker room talk. And sometimes I'm kind of shocked that these guys are talking about this right there at the bar, but I think they just assume guys are guys and it's okay if I talk to there. And if, the, if a woman's there, things will change. But sometimes I'm shocked with some of the things they say about that. And because I deal with a lot of salespeople, some people will come in and tell me stories and other ones are more reserved. But then sometimes when you guys come in and tell me stories, I'm blown away at some of the things you have to deal with. I mean, April and I have personally had to deal with some shit that's happened before. And, I, but, and she doesn't even have to do this every day. So I'm kind of interested of, I don't want to say how, tell me stories, but that's the wrong way because you guys could probably go on for days, although Kristen says. You uh, Kristen's know, never been hit on. I know, yeah, which is I just. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just like intrigued that. by I think this. Your, the, I need your to know. Your view of being hit on isn't normal it, then. That's got to be what it is, Kristen. You've been hit on and maybe you're just so sweet you didn't know. You notice. worked at a hoochie bar pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Flying saucer. very respected. Yeah. <laughs> so was Hooters at one point. <laughs> and every time I go there, my waitress is pregnant. They what? drank the hot fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I do just look at it a, a little bit differently, but it's not like I've been ever really hit on disrespected in a way. Um, it's just okay. When you say disrespected, was there a one where you like that guy's cute and I hope he hits on me? No. Okay. No, when I'm literally in my work outfit and I'm going out to accounts, I want to be respected. I hold myself very high and accountable, and I do not want to be hit on. I don't look at anybody in that way. I have one focus to get the job done. Do you ever feel uncomfortable? No. I mean, I'm not going to say my age. Um, (laughs) 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 The years you're not a day above 23. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess no. I know how to handle myself, and if I do get hit on, or if somebody's like, hey, come to the bathroom with me really quick, you know, I want to get whatever. Something disgusting, I'll I'll punch him in the face. Awesome. Awesome. But that's that's never happened. Nobody's ever said that. Well, and you're you're being professional. You're you're putting out a very professional image. Yes. So that's a big thing right there, right? But sometimes guys are guys, and that happens no matter what you say, and even if you didn't put it out there. But in all honesty, okay, so I've... I've talked about this with other people. I actually just saw this tweet this week about this, you know, some, um, I don't know if she represents a brewery or what, someone in the beer industry was saying how, like, she was shocked that another person, another woman in the beer industry said she's never come across any kind of misogynistic stuff with men in the beer industry. And this uh, this one girl that was tweeting this was shocked because she's like, that's totally not my experience. But I was more surprised that that was her experience because I've never had that, you know, in as like from other men in the industry. I've never felt like they talk down to me, mm-hmm. you know, like Agreed, because I'm a girl yeah. or I've I've never I've never ever felt like that. I've always felt very welcomed and um, treated respectfully. I mean, customers are a completely different situation. Right. I was going to say, I think in it's industry. customers and those people that like we encounter every single day so we're going into bars they could be dive bars or they could be really high class establishments and it's not it's never people in the beer industry like there there definitely are people in this industry that don't treat people the right way 
Um, but I mean, we don't interact with them really. Like we, we're interacting with the people who are drinking our beer, drinking other beer. Um, and they maybe don't know anything about the beer industry. Mm. So I think it's a different world. Like the, the whole restaurant industry as a whole definitely has some issues in it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not, I mean, definitely our Arizona beer industry, I would say is pretty tight knit. I would say all the gentlemen that I work with that I've encountered in the industry have always been very respectful because, you know, they want girls in the industry and they welcome it. So, you know, a lot or some of my really good friends, uh, I've never encountered it from anybody in the industry. It's usually, you know, the customer aspect, just like you were saying, mm -hmm. April. I've never encountered it on that side of things. I think yeah. everybody in the craft beer industry is very respectful of women in the whole. It's just I a tight-knit family yeah, and I think like the Brewers Guild has helped us with that too and I I mean just from my position of of where I'm at I'm I'm um, you know a sales rep and I'm not dealing with the Brewers Guild but what they've done for us and set us up I mean like we all bought shirts at Real Wild Woody that say beer's future is female like Rob and Kristen are just like killing us with kindness and like really putting out there that, that oh these shirts are the best I should have worn it today I'm such power. an idiot Do we have any oh I'm left? so dumb um, uh, we're about to reorder oh <laughs> she's like now we're reordering so next <laughs> next real wild and Woody baby size. here we go real wild Woody <laughs> I gotta buy another one gotta order um, but like they me. they have such a good mm. area for us that they they are um, obviously on everybody's side and mm -hmm. and they're listening to us and lifting up women to a high regard because that's what we deserve and they're mm -hmm. I mean they're really working towards us which is great can it you is. tell a difference when you go to not a brewery not an event but you go to one of these dive bars and how things maybe are different dealing with you know Chico who owns you know Chico's bar and grill somewhere and you know south side and and these guys, it's, it's, it's a grease pit. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just one of those places because... I want to know why you picked the name I, Chico. I, I think I can like... So like you talked about how we all probably have stories. And I definitely yes. have a story, but I'm going to pretend like it's Chico. Okay, perfect. Um, because, you know, I'm not... I'm yeah, trying well, to be respectful here. To protect the Even guilty. though I wasn't respected. I do, I do I walk, play attorney on my podcast. So let's say Chico's nice. Okay. <laughs> I studied zero law, so I don't know anything about that. But I let's say I walked into Chico's sports bar. Mm -hmm. And... I'm a pretty modest dresser when it comes to like my Huss uniform and I would say, you know, like a, a nice shirt and jeans usually is, is what I'm going to wear, right? Uh -huh. So I don't look like I'm asking for it, which sounds terribly bad, but I walk in as a female and every head turns at the bar to look towards the door and then it lingers. Like the customers at the bar, mainly men at the sports bar and of course, the staff is female and, and, you know, females working in the bar industry, they've got tough skin and I've been there before and you just have to like shove it aside. But as a beer rep, I walk in and if I'm not feeling comfortable with all these eyes on me, it definitely like downplays my experience there. Am I yeah. going to ask for as much as I want? Am I going to uh, get the beer I want on tap? You know, is this going to affect me? And it typically... I try to not let it, but let's say Chico is, you know, some awful man mm. who's, who doesn't respect me. And then my male coworker goes in there and slams dunks like 
two handles, you know? Yeah, it's well, not, you're, you're it's walking not in fun. with three challenges piled up against you before you even walk in the door. But I know more about beer. Let's yeah. say I know more about beer than he, my coworker does, you right. know? Like, that's the hardest part is... is Do you think sometimes that get, intimidates yeah. them? I don't think it... Inti- I think they're just, like, stuck in their ways. I have a friend who's a bartender, and, and she had this experience where a guy came in, sat at the bar, and was like... Can I see a beer list? Sure, here's our beer list. Um, can he pour me a beer? She's like, I can pour you a beer. No, I want him to do it. Nah. So he oh goes up and God. takes a glass and puts it straight under the tap. Doesn't even angle it, just lets it foam up. So it's 10%, <laughs> 10% beer and then, you know, oh 90% God. foam. And he's like, do you want her to pour you a beer? And she's just over there pouring perfect pints, you know, oh making them look God. pretty. So it's it's kind of interesting, like, there's definitely people out there who yeah i mean there is a there is a cultural bias unfortunately mm-hmm. and which is silly because women were the brewers from the beginning you know yeah. as history tells mm-hmm. you know women were the brewmasters they were you know in cleopatra's days uh cleopatra was known for how much she you know, rationed beer in Egypt, and she was actually the first one to tax beer in world history. So that's which where it's kind of how the downfall of taxing beer started happening. But Feel that shit. I can't wait to talk to Matt about that. Either, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. either way, it's just like women have always started and you know brewed the beer from the beginning, sold the beer, and as soon as you know the money starts rolling in, politics and men come in and want to grab it up. So that's kind of how history has played itself throughout time. And um, women have laid the forefront for beer, you know, even here in America. Um, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers, his wife taught him to brew, Martha. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah. karma's blowing my mind. Boom, look at that. Knowledge. Exactly. Mm -hmm. She taught him how to brew, and so he became an advocate for brewing and wanted to be, you know, bringing the English ales over and stuff like that and German ales. And so it's just, it's what women have done the whole time. We can thank women for beer. And so, you know, cold hard facts, women in the beer industry, it is a women's time. Like, yeah. what are the stats here yeah, in Arizona? Kristen has like a pronounced <laughs> She's got great stats. I'm curious too if you have, have something on like female bartenders or beer, <laughs> beer tenders That's too, awesome. because I feel like you see females bartending so much more. Yeah. You, you do. One, one statistic that I do have just on the consumer side though, that we shown as, a, you know, this guild and supporting women in the craft beer industry is, you know, at the guild festivals, it's now. 43% female and 57% male for ticket holders. Wow. Um, so That's you're starting awesome. to see that demand of women, you know, liking the carbonation, not just wine, and, and really finding interest in these beers. Yeah. That's cool. God, I just forgot what I was going to say, though. I feel like, yeah, in the last, like, five years, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, women drink beer, too. So a lot of marketing has been going towards women these days. Like, all of a sudden yeah. it's a shock. Women like beer. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's, I, I, I do this now on purpose because, like, when – so somebody will say we'll order, like, a double IPA, and then somebody will order the raspberry wheat from Hus. And when I take it to them, I put the raspberry wheat in front of the man, and I put mm. the double IPA in front of the women. And – it's probably a good 50-50 split that they will actually either drink them or, oh, no, it was for her, or that, oh, that was for him. And some people think it's funny, but 
it, it just it was kind of like a little bit of a test maybe for myself that the fact that you you can't tell it's a survey it's not a girly <laughs> drink yeah. i saw yeah. the craziest i think it was a meme or um like a cartoon or something and it's obviously not related to beer but the the cartoon was like um a man goes up to the bartender and says get me your girliest drink and then he comes back with just a straight shot of whiskey Nice. And, it's, oh, and I know it's not beer, but cool. like we aren't like don't categorize us. I don't mm -hmm. love Orange Blossom. I think Orange Blossom is amazing. But if you go and stand in a beer aisle, you will see so many men picking up a six pack of Orange Blossom. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. I'm a big fan of hops and all different varieties. So I'm Absolutely. not I'm not trying to like put myself in a box. I don't right. want to do that, and I don't think it's fair that people do that to women. Yeah, yeah. Orange Blossom was my yeah. favorite beer 15 years ago, but now I've, my, I've evolved. <laughs> yeah, everybody's I, taste buds have changed, too. Our taste buds change, like, yeah. every Switch seven really years, quickly. I think. Yeah. You ran Papago. Yes. Uh, I took over um, Leah's position once when she left and started Hus. And you were there till the end, or? Till the end, all the way. Yep. How sad was that? It's very sad. My, my heart is still half broken. Um, fortunately, throughout the years, I've gotten to develop a great relationship with uh, Jeff, Leah, and the rest of the Huss family. So I still feel like a little bit, a little bit of part of it is still yeah. <laughs> with me. Um, Do you miss it? Oh, God, every day. I miss being the boss. You mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> are a boss, girl. Yeah. 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 Your boss um, is kind of a dick, right? Everybody got cool hats. You know, and and well, to well, go back like on the farmers. You know what? I will <laughs> always his love his hats now because if I have to find him at a festival, it's just so just easy finding him. But, but yeah. how hard is it now? Because it. it's Rob? not just oh, the mutton him. chops. He's actually has a beard now. The full beard, which it I actually so like weird. it better than the chops. I think, oh, shoot, I think I most people do. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah you guys see him. Yeah, he can pull it off. You finally jumped mm -hmm. on Rob, the bandwagon. if you're listening to this, please don't shave. I need to mm. see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I need to say, Rob, if you're listening to this, please smile more. Because I noticed at... Oh, you just, like, man-shamed him. <laughs> Men oh, say that to women all the time. Sweetie, smile. I, I, oh, I hate that. I do, too. I hate that, too. But what I meant was I saw him at the... <laughs> the um, Arizona Craft Beer Fest that I was on the <coughs> west side here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Westgate. Uh -huh. yeah. Every time I saw him a couple weeks ago, well, he was there. He's marching, and he just looks pissed. That's like workman it mode, is, though. No, but it wasn't even like resting bitch face. It was like like his hands were clenched, and he's marching, and I, and people would stop to talk to him, and he'd still talk to them, and he'd still do this little face, you know? And I was like, ah. Like, he's, he's not working. really like that. Yeah, he's, he's no. intense. He's, he's focused. That's, yeah. a, that's a tough festival, too. And it, they put it all it together. Was. Yeah, and you weren't there, by the way. It was a fun um, festival. It was Passover. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh. I'm so sorry. You got Quinn. Quinn's amazing. Quinn did really good. Oh, Quinn I is like a superstar. She did yeah. really good that Love day. Love that lady. Did Wait. Quinn come from Santan? Uh, New Belgium. New Belgium Brewing, yeah. Wasn't there a Quinn from Santan? There is a Quinn. Quinn. There was. Wild Twanic. She was Wild Tonic now. Twanic is what oh. I said. Twanic. It's Twanic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's local now too. She stuck. She stuck local. But yeah, yeah. Quinn came, went from New Belgium over to Huss, and she's kind of incorporated more of a corporate sales uh, into it. So she's taking care of all the national accounts and making oh, sure awesome. that Huss is getting in there. Yeah, so she's super. She's rad. Trying to get it. Yeah, she's my my favorite person. She's her and I are very similar. So she's a badass. She's been in the industry. 
for so long. I mean, Leah, Leah and Quinn together have had so many years of experience and so have all of us, obviously, but like they, God, man, they have such thick skin, you know, like they're tough, tough ladies. Did they earn that essentially being in, in the industry that we're in? I don't think you need to earn it. But I mean, not earn it through. They, they gained did they, it through experience. Yeah. Did they? Did they? <laughs> they put in the work. They yeah, definitely. But did, they, did they get it? They're like earn the was hardest. The wrong way to say it, but what I meant is, did they? Did they? Like they weren't in another industry. Did they is feel that what like you mean, by babe? being in this industry, by going in and doing this, that it, it kind of changed them and made them realize this is the way I need to be to do that. I mean, because I mean, even for me, is what I do having a tough skin. It. it at first, you're kind of like fuck, you know what you're talking about, and I want to say <laughs> that so bad, but you can't do that. And even when I go in and order a beer and somebody comes up to me and is like, this is, this is really hoppy. You sure you want that? And I see people do that to, to my wife when we go in and we're having lunch somewhere at a place, and like, it's really hoppy. Do you want to try it first? No, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I think it depends on your personality. I can't speak for them, um, you know, because we all have our own experiences, obviously. But they definitely have um, influenced and taught me so much in the way of like you own your shit like you are knowledgeable you know a shit ton about beer and no one can discredit that like what you know is 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 brewing beer or what goes into beer and it's it's all like factual things like how to brew a beer you know like there's a million different ways to do it it's like a chocolate chip cookie there's recipes out there that can be tweaked and and are different and that's what I know, you know? So I think, like, what they instill in us every single day is just do your best and hold your head up high because you can't... No one is allowed to discredit you. Like, no one is allowed to make you feel a certain way. You feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. Don't let other people determine that for you. But you're also on another level because I don't. a lot of people... I don't think you, people know that you used to brew beer. I think that it, it definitely helps me, but it definitely hurts me, too, because... Um, Let's say I go back into Chico's, and Chico doesn't give two shits if I know um, how to brew and raspberry he know wheat. Ba- he doesn't know your background. And he doesn't know my – and I'm not offering that up to him. Like, that's my experience. And um, I think that I notice – I don't know about you guys, but I notice more times than not that, like, if our beer tastes good, that's what the customer really cares about. And if you can sell it, that's awesome. Um in the mass amount of places that we go every single day, I don't know if it matters as much to people unless we're going into craftier places. What goes into the beer, what goes into making the beer and whatnot. Being a craft beer rep with Crescent Crown, I deal with that every day. So it helps having that background mm-hmm. knowledge because everybody's like, what are the IBUs? You know, what mm-hmm. kind of hops are used in this? So, but if you're going into, you know, what are you saying? Chico's place? Yeah. yeah you know, if the liquid's Chico's good, they care bizarre. about it selling. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's about. It. So, Chico's you, place. When if you, there's a Chico's place out there, I know. I know. I'm so sorry. Right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I need to like search not, this. I'm gonna now. totally start one. Are you googling? I'm gonna make Should Chico's. This be our new bar. Chico's. Yeah. Chico's, yeah. <laughs> Only women run. Yeah. Well, that's kind of funny go. because Chico's I, Brewing Company. Yeah, we never so talked about Chico's that. Chico's boy. Right? I met. I met this guy. Um, he came in one night, and we'd become friends, and he used, actually used to be a brewer at Ballast Point. And he's since moved to the Valley, and he didn't really want to get back in the brewing industry because he likes making tips and likes running the bar. And sometimes he says it's been – he's find it kind of difficult for him because he is a male that he goes into some of these places now, and they are not looking for male bartenders. And I've heard from – I think that's illegal. 
but they don't. They're <laughs> yeah, not. That's they're like not going to They're not going to flat out tell you that. Okay. He goes, but he goes. You go to these places. You can tell. You, you you walk up to the bar and you want to talk to the owner. Say, hey, are they hiring? Whatever. And you look and they've got you know five girls behind the bar. And you're like, oh, there's no guys. He goes, and maybe I'll go in there again because the manager wasn't there, and there might be one guy. But then there's now there's four girls, and he's like. Yeah, this place probably isn't going to hire me. And he goes, I've been doing this for a while. He goes, so I realize that this kind of place is probably not going to hire me because they do go out of their way to hire women to run these places. I've talked to a few owners in the past who actually will admit that, yes, they have seen an increase of sales and over-the-bar sales when they do have women behind the bar over guys. And for me, I've kind of gone the opposite where all guys were family-run, but... To me, I've got Joe, who is not here tonight and really upset that I keep scheduling these on days he's off saving lives. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Damn I'm like, Joe. you know what, you need Joe. to rework mm-hmm. your schedule, Joe. You know? Joe doesn't <laughs> exist, Carmen. Like, no, I'm Just like, so you know. is this yeah. Joe? But I, I, yeah. for me, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? We've got, we've he got runs hot, Chico's. We've got dude. <laughs> Actually, Joe's Chico. So that should and bring the juice to the bar. What's funny, at the Westgate Beer Fest thing that we just had a few weeks ago, there were women that came up and <laughs> wanted their picture taken with Joe. And we were just like, no. this I had is that like too. reverse you, You're welcome. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Is your mascot? I mean, he's definitely like got sex appeal. <laughs> I know. I've like, never Who is this Oh, we should totally put him in the calendar next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. With his big hose. So we already have it. Joe is going to be carrying me over his shoulder. Oh, oh damn. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. I'm actually starting I'm, the calendar in like a week, we so I'll call you. I'm going to try to do not really a committee, but a few people um, just you for help. because. because Brandon knows printers. Okay, yeah, just because Alex was kind of uh, spearheading it alone, and I think it's just easier to help a little a bit on it. Can him. you, like, reprint has, my picture? Yeah. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love your okay, picture, Okay, that brings too. me to a point, okay? So when we had, the, we had the, post, the, the calendar here, people looking through it, and when they came to your picture, they're like, oh, I'm buying this now. So, ooh. I don't that, even remember. I don't remember That's huge. Picture. It's June. What? So we got, we got a few days to go. You don't remember um, hers? I don't remember any of them. I thought it was only right there. He just I'm going to go look. It is. She just flip one page. It's June. She okay. is a trailblazer. Yes, Listen, the first female. The reason I was talking to Leah about this, um, I think when I started at Hus, which was two years ago, because Jeff was in the calendar and it was hilarious. <laughs> and <laughs> Officer <laughs> Dangle. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, it's Lieutenant, we should do a female on the next shoot. So this was in April of 2017. So by October 2017, the time was coming around to take photos. Um, and I don't, I think I might've gotten too busy or something. Whoever we were talking to about it was like, get your brewers to do it kind of deal. Um, so I, I like knew in my head, you know, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have everything ready for it. I wanted to do this and I wanted to do it because no one asked me to ever do it. Mm-hmm. I basically, with Leah, told them that I wanted to do this and I wanted to be in this calendar because it's not, it's not that it's not fair, but I just think that it's definitely like our industry is still growing. It's still so small. We're nothing compared to California, Pacific Northwest, and Colorado. But like, I see people, I have connections in San Diego, and they have women in their calendar all the time. In Colorado, like, there's these amazing female brewers in Colorado, and 
I just didn't think it was fair for us. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted Why to be that first person, and now I'm like I got the itch. I want to do it again. But <laughs> are we doing a female yeah. calendar? I think it's gonna be a mix. I think it yeah. needs to be mixed Absolutely. for sure because it's not. Okay, is that opposite what we're talking about then? No. What do you mean? If we do an all, if we do an all female calendar. I think if we did an all female calendar, it would be it, hilarious. It would mm-hmm. be hilarious, and women. These women are so creative that are in our beer industry. Like, I know Sarah Ritchie's going to put together something hysterical and, and amazing and creative. And, like, we can – the sky's the limit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yes, the guys are super creative. But I think that we – I mean, we still need more recognition. Yeah. Um, and if that obviously is up to the guild, too. Like, do we do all-female? Do we do co-ed mix? What do you think? I mean – are we putting haven't you on even the spot here? Seriously, I haven't even thought about it. Like I said, I have another like seven days till I start this. But um, <laughs> she's got a whole. <laughs> There's to think at least about it. twelve women that we could get to, right? Exactly. Yeah. I think starting it off would probably be good to maybe just start a mix and not just completely x the yeah. men out. How Brandon said they're already thinking about you know the 2020 calendar. So I don't want to just say, okay, well, sorry, you're gonna have to wait till 2021. Um, Maybe do an all mix. Uh, I Maybe could talk Joe to Rob. Maybe carry me over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> damn. Um, you know, to, to give you credit, though, Aaron, it, it, I loved your picture. I it is too. sexy, tasteful. It, it couldn't have been more perfect for the first woman. And you told me when um, at the release thing, you were like, I'm awesome. nervous. You told me that. You were like, I'm nervous about the backlash or or whatever and I told you straight up I was like I'm a little concerned for you that people are gonna bash it but not I was more worried people were gonna bash it out of like a jealousy thing than Mm -hmm. out of so I don't legit bashing because I mean it's very tasteful it's beautiful it's a gorgeous picture of you you look amazing I'm bummed I didn't think of it Damn, I know, right? Dude, I've had this idea for four years. Like, this has been my idea. And I just, I have an amazing photographer friend. Like, she's one of our best friends and she shot our wedding. So, like, she executed it so well. I, so, in the, initially, I was really nervous, you know, like, um, I was never nervous about what the female population in our beer industry would think. I was more nervous about the men being like, oh, yeah, that's hot or whatever. Really? But I realized, it's yeah. Amazing. Well, and especially oh, with, like, awesome. with it's my wife, too. Yeah. She, you know, like, we're um, we're strong females. But, like, I also have her to think about, too. Like, I don't want my wife to get any type of um, – she's not going to become jealous. But, like, people can say really shitty things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Haters um, you are going to hate. Right, mm-hmm. but exactly. Not, yeah, but are I found creep, out, though, so. like, <laughs> my – the. My hair looks kind of red in it, and people don't really recognize me, so that's how I'm getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it does yeah. look very red in it, actually. Like if I, um, if someone sees it, they're like, "What? That's you? That's the that's what I've gotten oh, the whole time. That's, that's you? Me. It looks yeah. just like you. Yeah, I think it's it looks gorgeous. like you. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous." Yeah. I think that well I, was worried I wanted to like open it like, up to people though. Oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, here we are trying to overcome that stereotype of being sexy and blah, blah, blah. And but you could do I so many worse things. Like but I'm basically is, wearing a bikini. That's like what's what, the wrong, yeah. what's wrong with being sexy and owning that? I don't you know think there's I mean? anything like, wrong, with wrong with it. Why can't we work in the beer industry, be smart, be intelligent, 
brew beer, sell beer. We could do it all. Yeah, why can't we do that and still be sexy? I like, I don't understand I think that. sometimes it becomes a blurred or it becomes a questionable line that gets crossed because we're in the alcohol industry. And we've, I mean, we've, in, we've experienced it several times when alcohol becomes involved, what happens. Whether baby it's making beers, ex- not even that, <laughs> but you just need to be those are you're couples. Being really big. Be specific. Are you so, saying like you're worried that, um, like promo girls, like use there? There are people who use their sex appeal no, to we, like sell a I, product I say or something. We all agree on that, but it, it's the whole term sex sells come from someplace. But one of the things we did when we were first starting the brewery, we met with a lot of people that we knew in the industry and outside of the industry that maybe ran businesses that were related to this. And one of the things we met was with a, lo- a local pizza shop owner. And he told us, just be prepared and just be aware that this kind of shit happens. We're like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he goes, you have alcohol. He goes, you're gonna have a lot more than I do. He goes, so what happens is you've got people working, you've got customers drinking. He goes, and sometimes those those boundaries get really flooded one way or the other. He goes, I've caught people doing a lot of stuff that I wasn't prepared for. And I wasn't kind of like, wow, this is going to happen because we're like, no, we're not going to be that way. But I I think I've told Chris a little bit of this story. The very, very first time that before we had a brewery, I think we had just had a name and we went to the Craft Brewers Conference and we were out on a tour and we're just happened to be on the same bus tour with a lot of people who had established breweries here in town. And, but we were doing it on ourselves. We didn't know you had to sign up for these bus tours. So as we're going, we just happened, oh, here you are at Ailsmith. Oh, here you are at Green Flash. Or here you are at Pizza Port. It was like, this kind of funny. And at one point, this random guy, I have no idea who he is, he walks up to me and goes, hey, can I hug your wife? What? And what I was like, hell? what the fuck? Uh, um... I, uh, I don't even know how to reply to that. And, I, and if so, I mean, because I know my wife, how she is, I go, well, that's up to her because I know she's a strong, independent woman and she's going to tell you, you know, fuck you guy or whatever. But it's a little off the wall, too. Though. Yeah, but it was, but it was kind of like she's like, well, I, I guess because he was kind of with some people that we kind of knew about or maybe even possibly it had um, been introduced some before. But it was awkward as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't believe that. And yeah. then once it gets awkward, and I you have to say no. I was strong enough to say. Like, I was. I actually surprised myself in that situation because normally, like now, if somebody said that, I'd be like, Get the fuck out of here. Who are yeah, you? Yeah, because I was kind of surprised just knowing how she is that she said yes. And well, because I was just like, I don't want to be the bitch. You know what I mean? Like I was all worried about what everybody else thought because I'm the only girl in this group of mm-hmm. guys. But now he made a big deal out of it, so right. now it's different. You know. Well, it's different now because, I mean, at the time, we didn't work in this industry at all. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we still had regular we were jobs. trying to make a name. We were just trying to make a name for ourselves. Now, it would be completely different because now I'm a little more used to it. And I think that was one thing that he and I really struggled with when we first opened was, like, he would, and nothing, I'm not trying, when I say this, it's going to make him sound bad. And I, I it, it's not like that at all. It wasn't like that at all. It's. He came to me one night and he was like, what are you doing to make these guys think it's okay for you to talk to you like that? And I was just like, I'm not doing anything. Like, this is, this is my life. This is 
female. This is me being a girl. I have dealt with this my entire life. And this was the first time that he and I had actually worked together for him to see that, you know, this is something that as women we deal with. I mean, we deal with people making crass comments. We deal with people saying things. You deal with construction workers doing the whistle or whatever, you know. Um, so this is the first time that you Brandon deal with people eyeing you up when you walk in the door. But yeah, but exactly. Yeah. Like okay, Chico. Okay, but we're missing yeah. a part of this. Uh, Chico. This was after the second time that was a major thing when we were at an event at another craft brewers conference where some guy asked you, who was a sales rep at a prominent brewery in the United oh, States. I forgot about that. As I walked away to go get more beer for me and I think Adam was there from McFate and and a few other people. Kenny Mendezona. Um, oh, I love she Kenny. Come, and I walked back up and April's will tell me, yeah, um, so-and-so rep who's the rep for the brewery here in town was trying to get her to go in the, into the bathroom and give him a blowjob. What? Yeah. Hmm. And at that point, I was like, what the fuck is up with this industry? I thought everybody was friends and things were cool. And I'm like, is this what we're going to experience every time we go out and do an event like this? I was not prepared for that whatsoever. I was, as soon as he came back, I was ready to go. I was like, let's, we need when, to go. Was that like early on? Um, we weren't open yet. It was, it was right. at the CBC in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. The guy's married, has a couple kids. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we probably cool. all know his name, too. I think that, like, it's um, it's so interesting still being young in this industry that, like, I haven't really learned to advocate for myself until recently. Because True. I always had, like, company in mind. Like, I don't want to... Um, <laughs> the thought was, like, well, if I come off as a bitch to this person, they're gonna we're gonna lose their business, yeah. which is so fucked up. Because it fuck totally you, is. Yeah, yeah, like right. you're being an asshole, and like I don't. You can't say I know now that like I have yeah. I have my my bosses my bosses have my back through and through. It doesn't matter if someone's gonna be an asshole. Now I know to advocate for myself and tell them to get lost. Like this is not okay. This is very inappropriate. Yeah, this was um, like eight years ago. So I was like. For you know, no. like there, I have worked before in companies where I didn't feel like I had that backbone because, you know, the backlash from the company could be greater than the backlash from telling someone to Especially fuck off. now because there's actual, you know, forums and Instagram pages and Facebook pages dedicated to this stuff to calling out the things that go wrong, whether it's just gossip or actual fact, there's people who do that and thrive off this stuff now. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. this was like way before Me Too, Uh you know, so I was kind of like, is this really happening? And then I even doubted myself, like, what did I do to this guy to make him think that it was okay to say that to me? Like, what? But yeah, you didn't do anything. The guy's just a douchebag. I think it's funny that like, being a bartender and server, I don't know if I mean, your situation's so unique, but like I would get the tip, uh, the credit receipt, where you have to write the tip and the total and then sign your signature, and stupid fucking idiots would write their phone numbers on that. And I just wanted to go up to them and be like, that's going to the bank. So uh, I hope, I hope did whoever, that happen to you, Kristen? I hope whoever receives this uh, will uh, call you because it's not going to be me. Because Kristen insists this doesn't happen. And we're, no, we're all, the, all of us are struggling the here. The only instant, like, instance I can think of is me and, and an old best friend when I lived in Tennessee. We were both bartenders and stuff. And Tennessee, the, the drinking laws, you could 
you know, drink till 3 a.m. It's awesome. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tennessee. No wonder the CBC was in Nashville. Yeah, even Missouri, the bars are open later than here. I was shocked when I moved to Tucson. I was like, what the? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, what do you mean, last call? Yeah. It was so. Uh, <laughs> the flying saucer closed at 2 a.m. Though, so oh, me and my uh, girlfriend would drink every that. night, and we got a little hammered. And we were at another bar, and some guy came up to her, and he wanted to hook up, and he was hitting on her and stuff, and she wouldn't. So he called her a slut and started going off on her. Well, oh, I caught the butt end of it. I literally pushed a bartender out of my way because she wasn't helping at all. Like, hurled over her and punched a guy in the face, and he flew, like, straight back. That's awesome. So cool. And I got 86 out of the bar. Thank God I was moving back to Arizona, like, two weeks later, so I didn't care. <laughs> but it's, I guess I, the way I hold myself is I just never put up with that shit. Or if it wasn't worth it to me, so I just ignored it and took it out of my head, or I, anything like that, if any disrespect from a man, I just ignore yeah. it, or make them feel the pain. Yeah, I mean, it's different if someone comes up to you and they're interested and they're being respectful and they're mm-hmm. talking to you like a person, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not what was happening there, clearly. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I always feared that I would lose business. My business, but in, in like, tips, too. Like, I... That's my livelihood. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be an asshole to you because I need a 20% or more tip. Well, and the and sad like, thing that's is some pay for my wedding and that's yeah. going to pay yeah. for all my bills. Right. And like my wife was in grad school when I was majority bartending and serving and like I was the breadwinner. So I, yeah. I couldn't be an asshole because I like wanted to guarantee that monies. And now right. looking back, like I would love to go back. One thing to keep in mind though, one thing to keep in mind though, saying no doesn't mean you're an asshole. Saying no doesn't mean you're an asshole, but I think that. But we're a lot in a of people take it that way. When yeah. we're females mm-hmm. in a bar industry, and all you make yep. are tips. And all we make minimum Sometimes, wage right. is not good. Sometimes it good. feels good to be an asshole. Well, well it wasn't yeah, back then. And that's yeah. That's oh yeah. God damn. To be a server now. I you know to to go back to what you were saying about you know, your bosses and having your back and stuff like that. You know, when I was a server out in Arizona, Leah was my boss then. Mm -hmm. And she made it very known that if anything did ever cross the line to let her know and she'll take care of it. That's awesome. No matter what, she always had, you know, your back. And I felt that too. So I think a lot of it does have to do with the boss that you have and to know that you're not going to get fired if you do say no or if if you do stand up for yourself. Because it's it's never going to be impossible to shield yourself from somebody like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. just certain industries are just that way and certain people are that way. And like the brewing industry, 95% of the people are cool, 5% aren't. And you just might be in that 5% and you just don't know it until you get there. And then at that point, you're like, fuck you, I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else who's going to actually have my back and not, I don't have to worry about that kind of thing. You just do your job. Do you think that part of... I'll say, do you think that the brewing industry overall in the nationwide is just this way, or do you think we're kind of doing something a little maybe more special here in Arizona to combat this or encourage women in the brewing industry? I think I see more women brewing beer elsewhere. I love it when I go in a place to see a woman brewing beer. I'm like, good for you. That, that's pretty cool. I don't know, like, what the number was 
<clears throat> in 20, when did I start brewing? 2014, 2015? I don't know how many women were brewing then, um, no but idea. it's definitely grown from then Absolutely. in Arizona. It's grown, um, and I can say, like, our Tucson sisters mm-hmm. down there, like, there's so many female brewers in Tucson right now. It's incredible. Yeah, they're killing it. They're um, killing it in Tucson. I, yeah. I don't know, like, the number up here, really, no, um, but it's, I, I see it, like, Instagram, for instance, is an amazing platform to follow brewers and if you want to see what the rest of the nation is doing i see more colorado and san diego female brewers out there um so i definitely think we have a lot to learn from i don't think we're there yet i remember starting around like eight years ago uh up in flagstaff at a distributor there was only three girls entirely in the beer industry up there no female brewers there were three sales reps one for each distributor up there and it was, you know, we all knew each other, and that was it. The rest, it was males, brewers, sales reps, um, warehouse workers, delivery drivers, all of it. And then I moved down here to Phoenix and got a job with Crescent Crown, and females were everywhere. My boss was a female, Amy Savano was a fe- um, oh, I, I don't know her. if you guys know Amy. Yes. Amy. She's love amazing. Amy. Um, it, it just exploded down here, and now that I went back mm-hmm. up to Flagstaff recently, there are tons of females up there now, mm-hmm. tons involved in the beer industry. So it's interesting to see how, over the course of eight years, how much it's come for females in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. I think I s- it, I think it's because it, it's just the way it's happening right now. I think it's, it's kind of cool that, I mean, I was able to bring you guys together to do this kind of, because I, I value all your guys' opinions of what you guys have been able to do. And I love the fact that we've got, I wouldn't say a, a special relationship by any means, but I mean, this relationship I've got with you guys a little bit more than some of these other people who come in here because you guys are more true, you're more confident in yourselves and the, the way that you've able to kind of blaze that trail in this industry is, is really, I think it's pretty cool, honestly. It's that, you know, I've, I've, I don't want to say this. I mean, sometimes I do get the rogue female salesperson who comes in here and you can tell they may not know as much and they are trying to use what they've got to sell a little bit more and I'm kind of like you know what I'm, but we've had guys in here like that too I was it's say, true you have, we you have guys do. just starting but in the I'm industry I'm older and wiser now to see, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm older and wiser now to see that and I'm, I'm like you know you, you got some things to learn little kid mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. god I feel really old right now because it's like you know that wisdom <laughs> is finally popping up in my head and it's, it's and I but I think the fact that when you meet those certain people in the industry whether they're brewery owners or brewers or sales reps or that you can just tell the people who are just like they get it they're not into this for one reason or the other this is just their life but they know how to handle themselves and they are very professional with it and they're they're doing really well in this like all you guys are i think it's a lot of trial and error like we've been through the trenches i've right like i've been in this industry for seven years um you've been in it you guys have been it how long have you six in arizona yeah so we've been in this industry um, for a long time and and from young to where we are now like it's not it hasn't been the same every year like each situation is different and i think that I would like to see more women owning breweries. I think that we can get to that point. And I know owning a brewery is not something I ever want to do. It's not in my 
playbook at all, but like, yeah, if I can encourage, <laughs> <laughs> unless you join the guild, other women to, you know, if, if they have a dream and a passion and they want to open a brewery, I think that we need to support more women opening their breweries in Arizona. I think that's super important. Um, even tap, tap, um, tap rooms, bottle shops, anything. If you're a female hmm. and you got an idea and you can execute it, do it because that's kind of where we need to go at this moment. Um, the majority of brewery owners, I think, in Arizona are male. Yeah. And if we look at that statistically, I don't know what you have on your sheet over there. No, not about Arizona. Yeah, you've got like 14 owners, pages I, stapled yeah, together. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't yeah, read yeah, any of it. I don't feel that like reading up, right now. Like <laughs> majority in Arizona are male owners, you know. Yes. They are. I mean, and, and that's the kind of the whole gist of this of this episode was that we are still kind of a male-dominated industry. Not Things kind have, of. It's like absolute, we really are. We are. But, yeah. we are. But we've made great strides, though. It's it's also one of those industries that's really, you know, um, applauded women coming into it. Not for the sake of being hot or being sexy or walking around with a tray of Heineken at a bar and giving you free t-shirts. Have you guys tried Bud Light before? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I've never have. Wow. What yeah, does we, it taste we, like? We put yeah. lime in it this time. No, but like yeah, they, they're, everybody yeah. out there sampling beer is, is hustling their ass off. And I think that um, having people like you, Brandon, and, and more people in this industry, um, in this male-dominated industry, are encouraging more women. And I feel that. I truly feel that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel that at Crescent Crown, I feel like they are empowering women. I mean, I was just part of a team of all female trainers for the first time with Crescent Crown, and that was, you know, history in the making awesome. itself for on premise. Mm-hmm. And um, also, along with that, the owner of Crescent Crown, his wife uh, throws a Christmas party for the women. That's and cool. we don't do it for the whole company because, you know, it's a, it's a pricey price tag, I guess. But every Christmas, the owner's wife, you know, throws us this Christmas party and we all get together and I get to meet drivers that are women and merchandisers oh, that's and awesome. groceries. driver who is a woman. They're oh, awesome. Cute. They're so awesome. And with us coming together and then I get to meet the mm-hmm. office staff, like there are so many women at Crescent Crown that I didn't know of until I had this Christmas party with them. So at first I thought it was just, you know, the five of us and on premise, but now it's like half I think of on premise of Crescent Crown is 50% female. That's now. awesome. So it's just encouraging to see distributors going that way. And same with breweries as well. Like women is the future of beer. So. Yeah. It was it's so the fun. past and I, the future. I felt so lucky to participate this year in the um, the women's brew in January. It was the first time I'd ever gone, and I it's I don't even know how many we've had. There's been a ton of them, but I've always had to miss them. And this year I got to go, and I absolutely loved it. And it's funny sitting here around this table right now and thinking about you know, like we asked you guys because you know we love you guys, and but there are so many other women that we love just as well that we. Well, just as well but um, (laughs) we could have asked you know Mm -hmm. like you know sarah richie i love sarah richie she's Mm -hmm. amazing she's so fun and she's so i seriously want to see her calendar yeah she would have been like yeah "Yeah, i'm not driving that far sorry but (laughs) you know i mean there's so many other people that we could have asked that and i love that that i i'm sitting here thinking of all these other women 
in the industry that yeah, so we do this, we're so lucky about. April's had this idea for a while about what she's mm-hmm. wanted to do, and we want to do it. And I hate putting shit out there because people steal our fucking ideas. And why all the are time. you saying it out loud? Um, okay, I'm not gonna say that. Then. Don't mind. Don't let people. Yeah, just no. do it. Walk we'll talk all, about that. all over you, we'll Brandon. We'll talk about that. Take a page out of our books. <sighs> okay, but I take a Steve out of Steve McFace. <laughs> right? It. Advocate it's for a, yourself. Yeah, Don't let yeah. anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> I, 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 I found a girl this week that said, Don't let any. No one else is allowed to tell you who the fuck you are. And well, I was I, like, Oh my God. That's, that's a good one. That's my new thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fucking sticker. unicorn. That's right. And that's I what am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a motto, and, and it just pops in my head all the time, and you're going to relate to this. And I have this motto is, What would Steve McFate do? Oh, Steve, I love Steve. And, but then I also have this other motto. And it's like, You know what it is? I just realized this. I've got Angel on my shoulder, and I've got the devil on my shoulder. What would Steve McFate d- would do? <laughs> what would Matt Trethway do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I try to live that's in the really gray between there. the two of them. Yeah, the, you are the gray. Go- yeah. I am. Yeah. God, that's a good name for a beer. You I are the gray. Make any more noise, right? Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Jeez, over here. We're <laughs> recording. Fuck, <laughs> oh my God. Like, Apparently, they're going to open their temper. Um, God, what was I going to I was going to say, um, oh, the women's brew. So there's, there have been four. Mm-hmm. And. I've gone to each one, and, and every year it, like, doubles in numbers, I think. It does. It, it doubles. The this first year, year was, was at Huss, and, and, and I remember, like, I don't know, 30 women, and then this past year, um, Santan brewed the beer, and I just feel like there were over 60 people there. Like, there were so many women there. It was incredible. Yeah. It's growing. They come from all over the state, and we travel, too. Like, we've been to Barrio, and we've been to Lumberyard, and it's just... Uh, growing and hopefully next year it'll be even bigger. hundred women or be. more, you know. It Absolutely. was so fun. Get on yeah. that, Kristen. You have nothing else to do. Get on it, girl. No, I was saying on how much we raised this past oh, year yeah. for, oh, yeah. for do the you check. Have those yeah. you have it's those about it's about eleven thousand dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, it that's is. Amazing. That's so killer. And yeah. that's that's the cool part too is like we're women in an industry raising money for women who um, have to over- overcome so much more than we yeah. do. So it's kind of a, a cool situation, and um, I think we need to do more of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Pink Boots alone at CBC this year, they announced the collaboration with Yakima Chief Hops and, um, and Country Malt that they raised 100000 Oh, wow. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the Pink this Boots year, boo. The, the yeah. Pink Boots boo. So and that, that's not Arizona, obviously, chapter. That is a whole nationwide. But part of the Arizona Amazing chapter of the Arizona Brewers Guild is don't a certain percent of our stuff go to the Sojourner Center? Yeah. Yes. So um, the, there, there's two separate. One is, a <clears throat> one is the Pink Boots, and the other one is a women's collaboration, um, which is part of the guild that we do. It's uh, for... Uh, women's battery shelters one up north two in phoenix one is a sojourner center and then uh, one in tucson so when people come to the are these big drunken beer fests that we throw for a lot of fun and that's where the money goes because sometimes people ask for the women's collaboration bro just for the women's club oh okay okay yes. so the money is going to help yes okay. yes the eleven thousand dollars i announced earlier that's awesome mm-hmm that's and it's it's cool too that we have a pink boots chapter here mm-hmm. too. Um, I know that was something like I kind of got into early on, um, and it's just a good networking collaborative space for women to be in the industry together. Um, and I see that like we did for Beer Week an arm wrestling tournament. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. So cool, oh. and it was the most honestly like we. We really go above and beyond with Beer Week, and like that's our time to shine in Arizona. 
that was the best event I've Hands seen down, during a beer event. week in like three years. That was the best. That was a event, an event that like we we need to recreate and the more. hopefully we can top it. Tell you us know? about that, how their wife showed up to do it. And they Alex. Alex's yeah. wife. She won. Alex, she yeah. won. No, she kicked my ass. That's <laughs> right. She did. She yes. kicked my ass. No, someone else showed up and they, she was going to do it. <gasps> Luis. Luis's wife. Yeah, he, yeah. His wife was Luis in there Herrera. too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah and yep. so when he saw who he was going, who, when they saw who she was going against, she turned and looked at him and she was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were some pretty gnarly girls. <laughs> yes. Lazy I've G. never met his wife yet. Yeah. Luis Herrera. Yeah, I've never met his wife. I know um, him, but I've never met his wife. I do want to do a shout out to Billy who put that on. Absolutely, yeah. Billy. As well, she she's the one who kind of was in charge of that whole. Yeah, she's awesome. We have a lot of customers is. who found out about us from her, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And then she comes in here. She's super pissed when April's not here. I'm never here. Aren't we all? I know. We are all pissed. Oh, then I have to drink all the samples by myself. I know. I come oh. here. It's like so bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's <sucks>. every time. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. I gotta get her. I have a real job now, and it's it's. I, I mean, don't know it's, those Wednesdays. Fun, but I, well, I used to have Wednesdays off, and now I'm Monday through Friday. What? No. Uh, but she's gonna go to beer oh, fest now. Come on. And now I get to go to the beer fest. Oh come. I, mm, mm. I know. Oh, we get, get to go out. We get to go out and work on the weekends now. Yeah. Working on the weekends. Work. Yes. <laughs> That's it's crazy. Day drinking. You have Definitely to survey the podcast. other signing cal- calendars. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, there was like seven of those I signed. Damn it. I sold. Yeah, I sold calendars. You sold them. You gave them away. That was so funny too. They kept Tell coming up and asking him to autograph them, and he was like, "What is going on?" She right told now? me about that. I know. I was it like, was "How awesome. do these people know?" I'm like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> Your <laughs> calendar this year yes. was awesome. Wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Oh, was it? He's like, I don't want to. I can't believe a whole growler like you know i mean did you see the grand canyon one i want to blur another set of photographs where i'm holding a keg oh boy wait 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 which month were which month were you i don't i want to just just say that like people people might talk shit about like women being in this calendar i don't know what they're gonna say if i'm too risque but please look at all the other pictures in there, they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, not awful, but like, there are some people that got blurred out. That I'm just saying, I am modest in this, cal- in this calendar. in front of him was a little can. Go to June. Oh, yeah, he got the short guy. end of the stick on that <laughs> one to have just a little 12 can. ounce, not even oh, a 16 ounce. ounce. It was just a little 12 ounce can. Just 12 ounce. Oh ounces. my gosh, that looks awesome, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you put something in front of it. Because I won't be able to buy it. Oh, oh, 20 bucks, baby. Any I'll, takers, bring, I'll bring any another takers? one tomorrow without anything. <laughs> yeah. We could have sold I, um, double the amount if we had them on time. Ladies, if you're listening out there, I have some really good ideas about calendar stuff. So I will hit up Aaron next week. Yes. Here's your paper. Here's my yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> we just doubled your I workload. I got some really great ideas. So I'll talk to, to Rob for you. Yeah. Dudes, I don't <laughs> got great ideas for you. Yeah. Good, good ones up in my brain. I know. Now I'm sitting here thinking, I think I'm going to be in the calendar this year instead of you. Yeah, seriously. I'm Chico. Almost, almost, I'm, I'm so sorry I put this on you, Kristen. In all my bust open can of biscuits glory. I know. Because <laughs> otherwise i got to start working out. I really don't want to. Oh, good. I don't Fuck it. Don't do that. This. Just get in the calendar and do your thing, you know? Uh, beer belly's good. Everyone has do a beer it. belly in this industry. Come on. I, I work Every really hard on that. Beards and beer bellies. Yeah. No, Unless you're Aaron. As hard as no, abs, that's not true. <laughs> I work that hard filling with beer every week. 
I just looked at your belly. Pack. There's no beer belly there. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally laying down, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Photoshop is a miracle. Is that the tr- <laughs> good thing I'm a good Photoshop expert. <laughs> so I really want to thank you guys for doing this. I know we had to get up really early on a Saturday. I've got to go make some beer, and uh, but I hope you guys had a lot of fun. And uh, I really appreciate you doing that and giving a little bit of insight and maybe some of the people listen to this that kind of what's like being in the, in the industry for this. But maybe we'll touch on this again in the future. But I hope you had some fun. Part yeah, two. we had a great time. Thank Part you. two yes, would be awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Hope we always have insight, dude. Cheers to <laughs> you guys. Absolutely. Prost.